Welcome back to the Two Dweebs Podcast, where we take dumb ideas and watch even dumber anime. I'm your host, Nick, and as always, we are joined by the Seaweed Ambassador. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Cards a hoe. I don't know. I don't have any <laughs> funny sayings into this one. Today, we're going to be watching... What's the name? How would you say this name? Can you say it? Because I can't pronounce Japanese. Godzilla 2. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, how did you do that no. so perfectly? I'm sorry, dude. I've just been watching anime for a long time. Uh, but no, it's Godzilla 2 Kesen Kido Zoshoku Toshi, or Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle. It's the second Godzilla movie that's on Netflix, the CGI yeah. one. We did the first one in a previous episode, which you should totally go check out. You should check it out. We had good audio then. <laughs> I promise. The... Uh, the, this is the second one in the series. We said we were going to watch it. We finally got around to doing it. We thought it was a good time. Um, so, John, before we get into that, is there anything you want to talk about in particular? Any news? Well, there's not really like any news, but I just, as last week, I think I mentioned that I would be watching Zombieland Saga. It's my New Year's yes. Eve thing, and I did do that. And I got to say, I highly recommend that show. Nine out of ten from me. There's a lot. Nine out of ten. Yeah, there's a That's lot I could say about that show. Um, and a lot I will say about that show in a few weeks. In a coming so, video? In a coming video. So stay on the lookout for that. I'm going to stay on the lookout for that. The uh, the I don't have anything really um, I've been doing. I've uh, I got a credit card. That was kind of cool, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. That credit nice. score? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, get you some debt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. More than my college loans already. Yeah. Um, the, the thing I we were talking about beforehand, the Persona 5R thing. Like it was like yeah. a big release. Yeah. I think it's just gonna be an announcement on the Switch. That's like my big prediction for Persona Five R. It's coming See, to the Switch. I just don't know why it would be called R. Unless it's like a Me unless it's like Redux, maybe. Redux, maybe. Um, but I don't know. It, yeah, no, I have that's like it was like a little teaser announcement. See, if you don't know about it. Yeah. I mean yeah. there's I mean, Persona Four Arena, Arena, you know. Which mm-hmm. it might be another the Persona Five fighting game, which I think would be kind of cool because I enjoy the arena games. Um, but I know a lot of people don't. <laughs> did you did you see the uh, Persona Five dancing game? I saw it in GDK. Yes, I want. I need I need the Persona Three and Persona Five dancing game because Persona Four dancing all night was extremely good. I, if it was for the Switch, I would buy it. But it's not for the Switch. It's for only for PS4, which is great. isn't it? Doesn't isn't it also for Vita? I think it is for Vita. Because yeah. yeah, I played uh, Persona 4 Dancing on Vita, and ooh man, that was so good. Story mode was ten hours, and uh, it was a very cheesy story. Um, but for a dancing game, I imagine. <laughs> hey, you don't need a lot of story. You just need good music, and Persona is full of it. That actually is very true. Like dance, like the battle theme. Oh yeah. Um, you're not a phantom. Dude, what a bop! I it have is. like the. Because it's not on any streaming service over here, I had to like, get like the Lee and Lee, the YouTubers like version of it. Oh yeah, and boy, yeah. I rock out to it, boys. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Is there anything else yeah, you want to talk about before we just dive into Godzilla Two? I think we should just jump right into it. Let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump right into it. So, let's just jump into it. Um. So the the we always know myself this probably the best way is just go over, um, what you give it on Mal the Mal Mal ranking. Yes. Mouse score. So I gave it a six. A six. Okay. Yes. All right. I gave it a five. I thought okay. it was okay. It didn't. Okay. Here's why I gave it a five. Okay. Let's break the score down. Let's break it down. The, break it down. the tribal people. I forget their name because I don't. I don't care. Yeah. The... It, it, they were very hot. 
and that's why it went from a four <laughs> to a five. Oh man. Um, well, I'm not going to lie. When I kind of realized what they were and what they kind of represented, I d- it did go up one point for me also, not just because they were hot though. Um, but it's because they're moth people and you know, Mothra. Is that what it, is that? Do you think that's who they're like, uh, like God is Mothra? Oh, I think he's going to come out with number three. No, 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 no. Their God was, did you not watch the after credit scene? I, yeah, it was with the uh, wait. First of all, spoilers for this movie. Yeah, oh yeah. Right Spoil- now, we're gonna do it right out the gate. We're just talking about the after credits. <laughs> no, it, I I skipped to the end, and all I saw was like they said the name of the uh, the the person that destroyed the uh-huh. weird blonde dudes. Pan- yeah. Planet. Do you not remember the name? What was it? It was Ghidorah. It's King Ghidorah. I'm not this balls deep into. This is like uh, simple stuff. He's like, he's going to be in the new American movie. Is it, how am I supposed to relate that to Mothra? I don't understand. Mothra like, is another, another kaiju, and who is a moth. Mothra, okay. she is a giant moth. No, I get that. I get that. But I don't understand how I was supposed to make the connection from one of the kaiju to Mothra. I just thought they were like no, mo- no, with- no, 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 because they're like moth people, right? And Mothra doesn't show up, so this is like Mothra being represented in the the movies. It's a little kaiju fan service, yeah, for the Mothra fans. Yeah, I got and you. like because because one of Mothra's things is she lays eggs, and so her like young will come out a lot, and so this is kind of like her kind of like Mothra's like spawn almost, you could say. Oh, okay. At least that's what I how I took it, and I imagine that's probably how it was supposed to be, since they are moths. But were they? Is that were they supposed to be moths? I didn't. Oh, a hundred percent. Because the way their hair was, it looked like the moth antenna, and they had the uh, you know the stuff that's on like moth wings and butterfly wings, like that powder covering them. They were one hundred percent supposed to be moths. Okay, no clue. I completely flew over my head. I'm not. I'm just not that invested in the. You're not a big the Godzilla. You're a big kaiju head. I can't say so. I am. So here's my here's my thoughts on this. No one cares about the plot. No one gives two craps about the plot of this movie. It could have been literally anything. All they care about is that Godzilla fight scene at the end. I'm because yeah. this movie is exactly the same movie as the first movie. It's it's literally the exact same movie. Basically, yeah, Basically, yeah. The plot yeah. points they just add, uh, like it's just different as to who's doing what this time. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so and they did have Mecha Godzilla in here, kind of in a form. I was a little upset. Which is yeah, I thought we were going to see like a Godzilla. That's what I was looking forward to. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to yeah. see a Godzilla v um, Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla fight. Yeah. I'm like that's so cool. That's yeah. I was getting excited. I was. I was. Because like, yeah. like, they were talking about how the metal was like growing, and I was expecting them to make a giant Mecha Godzilla, not just have yeah, exactly. a Mecha Godzilla city. I don't know. I thought that it was kind of lame. Concept made no sense. No sense to me whatsoever. I mean, I kind of. I mean, I understood it. It just wasn't cool. Mechagodzilla is like the coolest thing. It combines giant robots and Godzilla. You know, two of like the coolest things in existence for like a for like a boy. You know, not to not to stereotype genders at all. But do you see the promotional art for this uh for this movie? It has like a Mechagodzilla on the cover. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, yep. dude, we're going to see some and, sweet action. And do you remember in last in the last movie, they showed, like, a Mechagodzilla? Like, in the first yeah, movie, the they, sh- they had, like, a little glimpse of him there for a few seconds. And so I thought that, you know, this was the one. This was going to be, um, 
where Godzilla, Mechagodzilla comes out. But no, and what, kind of. What I don't get is, like, they put a, a hint to Mothra, but they don't put in Mechagodzilla. Well, like, I mean, they did technically, because they, they named him and everything, but yeah, I don't, I didn't understand. It was just a plant. It was like a factory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so before we, I need something to be clear. Why were the moth people, like, damaged by the bio stuff? Like, why did that hurt them? Do we know? Is that like a, something What do you mean the bio stuff? Like the bio, like what do they call it? Bio, uh, the subtitle and knuckles are horrible. Like the metal yeah. that was used for like the arrow tips. Why was the moth people poisoned by that? Do we know? Is there a reason for oh, that? Oh no, so that's it's not. They weren't poisoned by it. It was just poison because it's the only thing that could penetrate, like, the the other like beasts and stuff. Uh-huh. So it like they're. T- I think it's just because it's an advanced metal, and okay. so it's it can damage them and they just called it poison it's the closest thing they had but didn't you see like when they were in the base they hinted like that if they were in the base and they were like healed by the moth people they were starting to get sick from it um that was from that? that was from the powder on the the moth people's like skin i believe but they said like once you left but yeah but like what like i guess maybe they just didn't i don't know why you would know you're not the director of this movie yeah um i i just i was i was really confused by that um, the other thing I want to talk about, this is going to be all over the place. There's no format to this. This, <laughs> this, this, this podcast is going to be, yeah, we're just going to be talking about this movie, whatever we want to. <laughs> the, the thing that confused, another thing that confused me the most is like, it was some big reveal that, first of all, I didn't realize there were different races of humans. No clue that was a thing until this movie. Um, like, like yeah, no, people, I, well, I mean, I realized that, that like the, um, what's the blonde guy? Uh, I don't remember his name. Let me let me. The alien, the other yeah, no. Met uh, Metpheus was different than Haruo. I realized that, but I didn't know that. Um, who are the like Melu or Galagu, uh, yeah. and Belube were diff or a different race. I didn't realize that. No clue at all. That was never hinted at in the first movie. Where did that come yeah. from? Or if it was hinted at, it was not hinted at very well. And like. Was it like was it a surprise to you that they like betrayed them somehow? That was so obvious they were gonna do that. I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. It was that like I and at the very end they were like, how could you do this to us? Like, dude, they were totally gonna do it. Yeah, to this you. was like the their plan from the beginning. How could you not see this? I think it's the better question. Like <laughs> exactly. I I I think it all comes down to they don't no one cares that anyone that's gonna watch this movie does not give two craps what the story is yeah they're watching it because they want to see a Godzilla fight scene exactly and I and thought it was pretty disappointing, disappointing honestly this one let me down no it did. the other one was cool I I liked the concept of it like trapping Godzilla in like lava or whatever or in the in the uh, the molten metal I like I like I liked the concept of or it wasn't molten it was liquid metal according to the Netflix subtitles. I'm sure yeah. it was probably supposed to be molten, you know, Netflix's peak. Uh, <laughs> that's but, a different podcast. Yeah, that's a whole different podcast. But, um, no, like, the idea was cool, but the execution I didn't think was done very well. It was kind of boring. I think so either. I think they, they literally just made the exact same movie twice with, a, like, a big – I didn't even get the feeling that the Godzilla was any bigger, like, the way they portrayed him. Um, like, last – in the first movie, uh, I got the sense that he was just so much bigger than everyone else. And this one, I just – he didn't seem as threatening as he did in the first movie. Like Papa Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. I still kind of saw him as being massive, but they did, like, tend to show him, like, from a distance more so than, like, up close. But when they did have that, like, fight scene where they were flying around in the, uh, like, the hawks or whatever they were called, yeah, um, 
I could kind of see. You could kind of tell how big he was. You know, but yeah, no, the size thing, it was sometimes he didn't feel like as big as he should have. Like, I think, I, th- I think the problem is that they made him too big because, you know, like in like a, in like the normal like live action Godzilla movies, he's like destroying buildings and stuff. And so you have like a sense of scale. But when Godzilla oh, yeah, is like right. literally the size of a mountain, there's like nothing to scale him next to, you know? That's true. That's true. So it seemed, I think that was part of the problem is that they made him too big, which is weird, you know, like Godzilla too big. It's Godzilla. That's just I get where you're coming from. But going on like the really big, because like that's the whole appeal of this movie. Like the Godzilla and this one's way like 300 meters tall. I think they said. Yeah, something, something like that. Crazy something like insane. That. Um, and the one of the things I was like, I was, I was like, there, I was like, it, made, I, it broke like the tension for me. Um, in any way for the rest of the movie is at the like towards the beginning of the movie. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, they they talked about like how Godzilla might be able to see them from the planet orbiting. And how they were like afraid that they were oh, gonna yeah. get shot down, and then one of the guys was like, "I don't think that's really probable." And I was like, "Relatable, man." Yeah, how? but then it, then it was like they did the math, and they were like, "Oh no, this is like even more likely than we thought it was." <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like, back to the moon. What? What? You know? Oh, that's funny. Uh, for some reason, I thought that was funny. It, no, I mean, and, <laughs> I did like the guy who was like, ah, "You sure about that, chief?" <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't know how to. I don't even know what to say about this movie. To be honest, it's okay. I, I, didn't I don't. I still think well. it was pretty fun. Like overall, you know, like yeah. the, like, like seeing them fight Godzilla. Like when they were in the Hawks, not like when they were just pouring lava over him. And, I mean, when Godzilla's skin kind of like had those cracks in it where they turned orange from all the heat. Yeah. Um, I was like amped up. I was like, oh. Oh man, Godzilla's about to do something. <laughs> I didn't know what that something was, but I knew, you know, that he was about to do something. He was about to pop off, <laughs> and he did. Oh man, he did. He did not disappoint. So going back to my complaint about no one cares about anything in this movie except for the fight scene, yeah. the romance between uh, the the good old captain and the the only other female character besides. Oh the, yeah, I forgot uh, that was in this movie. Yeah, I didn't care. I literally skipped by. I was like, oh, this is I dumb. forgot about that I subplot. The, I, I just hit it. I don't care. Like, I had zero feeling. Like, oh, they kiss. Whatever. And then yeah. it never was addressed again. Like, yeah, no, it wasn't. And then, well, then there was one part where she kind of like goes over to their side. You know, it says like, oh well, you know, I trust them now. It's kind of okay. Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. Like, it was another one of those like obvious, like betrayals. No, exactly. The and another thing is they really got their money's worth on the three different tribal designs they made. Um, like there was like they had like the old people, yep. and they had the girl, and then everyone else from the village is way too far out to be able to see anything. Oh, they had the girls with the mask on. Those are the three CGI designs for like the village people. Yeah, and it was uh that they really went the distance with those. They probably had they, they every really single did. one. Of, I can get the girls, right? That make, yeah. Maybe yeah. do some variation. Oh, because they, they were twins. You know, and the ones, the, the differentiation was the eye, like the tilt of the eyebrows. You know, that was fine. I was, I was down with that, you know. But everybody else looked the same. Every other, like, like 
I, I couldn't tell the difference between like apparently one was like in charge like the the chief is what I'm gonna call him like the people with like the long ponytails um, yeah not yeah. long but the ponytails uh-huh. like one was like hushing all the other ones like oh he's a charge in charge but he looks is everyone in this movie just twins I thought it was like a plot point like they were all supposed to look similar oh I, yeah I oh, didn't yeah, even I know, know. Because, because oh yeah. Oh, yeah I just didn't really focus on them too much honestly except for the two girls oh yeah you did John <laughs> oh yeah you did yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, it's kind of interesting you bring that up, too, because the studio, what is it, Polygon Pictures? Yeah. Yeah. They, like, all their movies look the same, and, like, all the TV shows they've done, they all look the same, you know? It doesn't really matter what it is. And, because I don't know if you watched the Blame movie that came out on Netflix in 2017, I want to say. Um... I was kind of excited for it. You know, I hadn't read any, like, read Blame at all, but I'd heard, like, good things about it. And I was like, okay, cool, a movie, get me into it, you know, and then I can get into the manga easier. But I haven't gotten into the manga yet because it was kind of a bad movie. Because, like, it, and there was parts of this movie, though, where, like, it looked, with the main character, Haruo, he looked exactly like the main character from Blame. Like, it was just ridiculously you know how like they say that uh k or yeah k on has like same face syndrome or whatever yeah some people do it was like that but i actually true yeah okay yeah i'm looking through the the studio list for polygon and you can tell they all are made like i guess the same engine would be the word yeah except for pingu pingu is a little different but uh yeah i forgot they did pingu but that's a whole different Nut to crack, but I mean, I just remember because it got me. I remembered uh, Canapa's video on it on Polygon, and because he was basically like, Yeah, like they do, you go in, like the, the employees kind of go in, they work on like two or three seconds, they get the, that's their full day, it's work, it's two or three seconds, and so that doesn't leave a lot of room for like creativity and everything okay. in the animation. And I think and that I think is that what hurts them hurts in the long run, the long run because like, yeah, they can make, they can make like these things on like a lower budget, lower budget that like, that because they're using CG and everything, CG but it also like also, the creativity has gone. Creativity There's no like cool, no, like, like cool cuts, cuts to, see, to see, you know, like where, you know, where if you're watching, like, I don't know, for like kill a kill, for instance, you can kind of tell if you know animators well, obviously not just if you're watching it casually, but if you're paying attention, you can tell when different animators did what, and it's kind of lost in this, which I think is kind of a shame. I do feel that, yeah. Cause it, it seems less soulful, I guess would be the word I would use. Like it's not like it seems like it was made to make money. Um, yeah, on the Godzilla name. I see. The only thing I will say is like the story, or not the story, but like the elements that are put into the story do seem like it is written by somebody who does like love Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Because, because, like I mentioned earlier, like the the Mothra reference to that tribe, the tribe people, like the Mecha Godzilla, they used like the, you know, they were like, well, what's something new we could do with Mecha Godzilla instead of just rehashing the same thing, you know, and like, and they're also doing like a whole what if Godzilla won scenario, which, I, as far as I know, hasn't been done before. Um, so it is like it, it is an interesting like take on Godzilla. And like I think like, that he, there there's a passion there, but when it comes to just actually watching the full product, you kind of lose that. It gets yeah. diluted, I guess. I, I I definitely see where you're coming from with that. It I just it's hard for me like with 
a, a studio that's main goal is like to make it cheap like you know like i i think like you do pay for quality like you can get quality but you like when it comes to like animation something like that yeah you, you do pay with what you get and i i feel like i don't know i just the i the, the quest to make such like a affordable movie i guess would be the word is like ruin the final product like if yeah yeah. And it's and also, also just, like, just like trying to make CG look like anime. Yeah. Like, because like, I understand why they're trying to do it. You know, they want to get that audience in there. But it it kind of, like, loses both audiences, both the anime and the CG audience that would go see it. Because I'm more interested in a movie um, that's either going to be, like, solely 2D, you know, like a, like a Ghibli movie. You know, those are beautifully made. Or like a movie like Gaunt's Zero, which you've seen like trailers and stuff for it, which is beautifully made again, and it's CG, and it's a completely different thing. It doesn't look like anime, but it's, it doesn't need to. You know? Like you own it. You, yeah. Or you, or you put your own style to it. What's that show? I don't I don't remember what season it came out. It was like The Diamond. It was a CGI show. It had oh, Diamond. Land of the Lustrous? Land of the Lustrous. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the show. I can't. I heard good things, but yeah. like just seeing like the trailers and stuff when I was like looking uh, into watching it, it just looked like it. The thing is, it, here, it say, looks like they own the CG. Like they made it something instead yeah. of just like like CG was it. the core component. Like that was a main thought process instead of being like, oh, we can use CG to make it. It was like yeah. let's do it in CG. Yeah. No, that's what because I haven't seen the show yet either. But that's like the feeling I get from it when I see things from it is that. This was, this was purposefully made, purposefully made. and yeah. I like that it's like, a lot. <laughs> what I feel happened with like Land of the Lustrous was they had something like with CG, and they were like, "Oh, we can use CG to do this." And then with God's, uh, no, that's how that's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is like they had CG as an idea, and then they went from there. But the Godzilla movie had the Godzilla movie was like, "How can we do this the most effective way or the cheapest way?" And then they went to CG with that version. Yeah, like, it's the afterthought yeah. for Godzilla. It's a forethought for Land of the Lustrous. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. That's it's exactly. way easier than what I and the, it's kind of like the same, same problem with the new Berserk, Berserk series, you know. Like oh, they like they tried to make something as quickly as possible. I feel, and they also just had the wrong director. That was part of the problem, but it was and so it came out as a product that nobody wanted and that nobody wants still, but they had enough money to make two full seasons of it. You know, which, I mean, I'm not going to say that I know the ins and outs of the production world because I don't, obviously. Like, that'd be ridiculous for me to try to say, but... I got you. Um, it does seem like if they would have done 2D animation and spent more money on just one season, there it would have had more... Even if it was the same director, I think that it would have been better because the 3D already pulled, pushed people away and it just looked bland and bad you know here's my thinking on the cg okay so okay. this is going to a very long tirade that i probably shouldn't get to people need to stop using old franchises um like the the whole idea of like i think did you talk about one of the videos and i hate that i'm just literally talking exactly what did you said yeah um, but yeah. basically like french like franchises need to stop like if there's not going to be original ip they need more original ips like this got made because it was Godzilla was a selling point. The, the, yes. The stupid yes. Kim Possible live action movie they're making. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, made because I think today Drew Gooden put out a video. On I watched it too. That. Yep. You watched it too, yeah. And I was like, 
this movie is garbage. And the point he makes in it is that the eight-year-olds this movie is aimed for don't know who Kim Possible was or is because Kim Possible ended before they were born. And it's the same thing with franchises. Like, I don't mind Godzilla because with most of the movies they do, like, new things with it. You know, like, they try to do something new. Like, with, uh, like, Shin Godzilla is the newest one, and it's, like, a whole new thing. It's directed by, uh, oh, I just blanked on the guy's name. The guy who did Evangelion. Um, oh, oh, man, you got me in a bad position here. I promise we watch anime. <laughs> we do, I promise, and I know this guy's name. Uh, but, it, and it's, like, a whole new kind of take on Godzilla, but it still has that core Godzilla, like, message kind of deal in it of like Godzilla isn't just monster he's like a society whatever and uh just the fact that I don't even know what I'm going with but like that's a franchise that kind of evolves whereas like these movies don't really evolve Godzilla at all they just make him bigger I think that's a very good point um uh, yeah no I I had I was gonna say something I completely forgot what I was gonna say well I mean say we were talking about reviving old IPs too and with the Kim Possible movie it just looks bad it looks like exactly. a, it looks like a I don't know if you remember that like a few years ago when that Pokemon fan movie Kickstarter was kind of released oh, yeah. and it looked like really bad that's what it reminds me of except they might have put more effort into it there was passion there behind yeah. it this that had no passion oh no I, it looks like some kid was given a camera <laughs> I hate like I think if something was made in animation like animation is such a we talk like this any anime fan knows this animation is something like special you can mm-hmm. only do certain things in animation and I think yep. even taking that from to CG and I think like live action CG they're just trying to make money if if, it, if yeah. the IP was animated like 2D animation Japanese style or it just cartoon style anyways and an IP or someone tries to take that and makes it in uh I can't think of honestly one good movie that was started as animation and then the Scoop okay you good in the Scooby Doo movies were pretty good other than yeah. those yeah. <laughs> I can't think of one that that was Drew Gooden's point in his video that you can't like starting animation going to uh, 3D or like live action there's never hardly any good movies I think it's the same way with CG too I think starting yeah. in 2D well, going to CG not a good idea not no. gonna happen I mean if you think about it you know if you, if you like take Pixar for instance, you know they their their CG movies are great for the most part. I love Pixar, and um, but it, they have like some like sometimes movie or TV shows will come out you know for the show, but it'll be in two D. Yeah. Um, and it it's bad in the two D form. It just looks bad, and it doesn't like add anything to the meat. Like they should have just left it the movies, and it's. And it's kind of like, it's like so even like if something's in CG, you don't have to bring it into like 2D. Like mediums are different mediums because they show like different things. It's not like they're trying to like, it's not just, they're just decided to use one arbitrarily. You know, like, that makes sense. Like Ghost in the Shell was done as an anime instead of a live action because, you know, the technology was better he could get his message across better for live action and like the technology i'm not gonna say technology was better but the technology for what he wanted to get across was better with anime and he could shot composition exactly how he wanted it to and you know stuff like that but when scarlett johansson's movie 
that that Ghost in the Shell came out, you could tell that it wasn't the same thing, and it just wasn't good, and it wasn't bad because Scarlett Johansson was in it, you know, she didn't ruin the movie, but it was, like, the live action just didn't work because the animation had a certain stillness to it that uh, the live action just didn't. I I think you're onto something here. I think we're about to have our own little like philosophical, uh, I I philosophy come out of this. I think okay. So let's just run with that. We if something is made, I think that the medium should always there's a, certain mediums. I think we can both agree have certain strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. And I, because I'm an anime fan, I'm pretty I'm pretty nose blind or colorblind to like any uh, weaknesses animation has, but. I, I I think you're right. I think, and like you you need ha huh, I hmm. This I mean, is such a good concept. So, I so can't. So I think one I think thing that I think uh, wouldn't really work as well for uh, animation is like, or at least for me as well as like a live action movie is comedy. And specifically, when I think of that, it's like kind of Will Ferrell comedy because that's like my personal favorite type. But because a lot of that is like improv that they do on set, you can't improv animation. That's because so much thought and care has to go into animation, which is a strength, obviously. But and you can do comedy with animation, like that's fine. Like Osamatsu-san is freaking hilarious, you know. Uh, but you can't do like improv comedy with animation as well. I mean, you can, and they have done it before with like the. Uh, with like uh the the genie in Aladdin, because I don't think they gave Robin Williams any lines for the. Yeah. I think they just kind of said, "This is the general premise. Go and do your thing, Robin Williams." But that's like a very specific case because it's Robin Williams. Like not anybody could have done that, and it hasn't really been done again, as far as I'm aware, especially not to the point, or at least not to like as good as that one was because i think that's kind of the peak of improv comedy in animation and i think it's just because of the talent of robin williams that thing that's fair but even then they couldn't like they shape the animation to fit robin yeah. williams voice in that case then exactly exactly and so it's not even like entirely improv the only thing improv is his voice acting whereas all the animation is very thoughtfully done because if you improv animation, it's gonna look like something on Newgrounds from 2004. You know, <laughs> it's not gonna be good. It'll okay. look like Sonichu or something. I have a question for you. Do you think you can take something from one medium, say CG animation, live action animation, and CG? You can take yep. it with the original content in mind, and then make something and just transfer it over. Or do you think you have to have a new idea that only works in that specific medium? And just with, just with the same uh, franchise. Because I think See, you can only do the second one. I don't think you I, can do the first one. I don't know if you need, like, a new idea specifically. I think you just need a reason. Like, why? you're Why you're doing it. I don't... First of all, I don't see any need of just remaking something at all. Because we already have the one thing. Why do you need a second of the one thing? You know? I guess. But the... But if you're going to, like, put a new spin on it and you want to do it in a different, like, animation, or if you want to do it in, like, a different style, like, animation or, like, a comic or something, um, 
then as as long as there's like a reason, then I'm totally down with that. Because I mean, like, because with the new Spider-Man movie, I have yet to see it still. But by the time this comes out, I'm sure I will have seen it. Um, but I've yet to see it. But from what I've seen from the trailers and the way everybody's talking about it, like animation was specifically chosen as the medium of choice for that movie because of the way. Uh, because of how they exaggerated all the characters, like one specific attribute of all the characters. Whereas with like Spider-Man Homecoming, that wouldn't have worked in animation. And not just because it was it's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but because of it's trying to tell like, as far as I'm concerned, a more realistic story of like a the coming of age story of Peter Parker kind of deal. And we're trying trying to find his place in the Avengers. And it's more of like a realistic, grounded story. I know that sounds weird in a Marvel movie with a boy who is bit by a spider, but like it is more grounded than Spider Ham, you know. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's not the medium that makes it good. It's the reason for using the medium and the reason behind. Right. Um, uh, right. Which is why with um. Because uh, what's the studio Trigger? Their most their current project they're working on. I think it's called Promare, right? I want to say that's it. But it's a CG pro- movie, and it like the main character, as far as we're aware, because we haven't really been given a lot of information. But the main character on the poster, the main prominent figure on the posters, looks like Kamina from Gurren Lagann, and. I'm a little scared, but I know that. It, but because of Studio Trigger's track record, I know that if they're choosing to make this in CG, there's a definite reason. Okay. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, with a name like Trigger behind, if I would hear like A1 Pictures CG, that would give me a bit more. Like, I'd be a little more scared. Yeah. Okay. So we we said that you you said earlier that CG shouldn't imitate animation or it should be its own thing right so you should imitate like 2d animation yeah what do you say about the love live uh dance scenes because i remember we both when the new second see sunshine came out we were like wow that cg you can't even tell it's cg with that in mind what do you think about it this is a throwback to a really bad long episode ago probably bad it is it it is a a throwback to like over a year ago at this point now (laughs) we've been talking about this forever but um the so i don't know because that's a complicated matter because i understand why they did it because they did it to save money because most of the rest of the show was in 2d um but i think there was enough passion put into it that and they did work to make it look like the anime but that's because they were trying to merge the two mediums to make them seamless okay i don't think like, I'd still prefer it to all be, like, all 2D or all CG, but they did it tastefully, whereas with going back to the movie at hand, uh, <laughs> with Godzilla, like, they're trying, they're not trying to make it look like 2D animation, they're trying to make it look like 3D animated 2D animation, if that makes sense. Um, like, I, I mean, it is a tough question. Because I, because you know, Love Live is very near and dear to my heart. Amen, buddy. Um, Amen. <laughs> but I mean, they did the same thing also in Zombieland Saga, because that's also an idol show. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but it's, it surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. But um, 
they did the same thing in that with the the dance numbers would be in CG and they were you could tell it was in CG but it wasn't like terrible but it almost looked like a like a video game cutscene if that makes sense like if you're playing like yakuza or something you know like how detailed those cutscenes are that's kind of what it looked like and it was one of the things i didn't really like about the show because i didn't really see i didn't understand why they did it but in love life i guess they made it the dances were all very elaborate in love life and they showed the dances more so whereas in zombieland saga like they showed the dances but not as much as i would have liked it was more focused on the characters which is cool like i'm totally fine with what they were doing and so they didn't need to show all these dance moves but i it kind of made me feel like they didn't need to have it in cg because that was not the main part like the like that was not the focus of the show and but with love live that was the focus and so i think that i don't think the cg detrimented it you know i guess my opinion on it would be that it's we have to be realistic like animation costs money and you're paying yeah. a lot of money for the episodes if you if like to make this something happen a qual something quality at least i think quality of love like sunshine you gonna uh, yeah, and you need yeah. to produce that you do need to cut a little bit corners of the animation i think that's fine um as long as like the going back to the passion i sound like an art student i'm art major i'm a finance major i don't care <laughs> about art but as long as the passion's there behind it that's where that's where we yeah, get. yeah. and i think that's I think the that's the, the main, main problem with just with franchises in general, is that there becomes a point where passion is gone. You know, it's all about the money. Like, at least for the most part. There's some franchises... I think... I feel like Japan, at least, like, tokusatsu shows do it better from what I've seen um, about falling into the the franchise trap. Because with Kamen Rider specifically, that's the one I know the most about. But each series is a different Kamen Rider... And you have a different, like, full cast. You have a different director and stuff like that. And so they do different things with it. Like, if you watch two Kamen Rider, like, if you watch Kamen Rider Double and Kamen Rider Build, they're two very different shows. But they're still also, you can tell they're Kamen Rider. But they're doing new things. And so the franchise isn't tired. Whereas, like, when it comes to video games, a lot of times it almost seems like they're just making the same thing. Just with a new title you know if that makes sense here okay so something that i i've noticed that's done i don't remember where i learned this information from it may have just i dreamed it up but what i've heard about the uh, gundam series is they're leasing yeah. out that gundam name and they're letting different studios different animators do whatever they want to with it so you have the iron blood orphans you have the yeah. classic yeah. gundam wing like they, they they uh they're really loose with who they give that name to and they're and th- that because like the longevity of Gundam because all of these different takes. On yeah, the, like the they have their core Universal Century, which is like the mainline Gundam, um, and everything. But then they have all these alternate universes. So they have like Double O and Wing and Iron Blooded Orphans, like you mentioned, and those all help keep revitalize the franchise because it brings in new like elements. Like the whole thing with Gundam Wing is like. It's all about anti-war, but how do we stop war if we're the ones participating in war? And it's that kind of thing. Um, and Iron-Blooded Orphans, as far as I'm aware, because I've yet to watch it, but it's about kind of like children battling and that whole thing of like what does that mean 
because most of the time, you know, it's children piloting Gundams. Um, but yeah, like that is that is something I've I've heard also that they kind of they're not like extremely loose. They don't just like hand it to you know Joe Schmo on the street. But they'll, yeah, they'll they'll like if you have like a good solid idea, but it doesn't fit in with the rest of Gundam, they'll give it to you like and be like, here, take it. Just you're in this other universe now, and it has. I think that's definitely one of the reasons Gundam is still around, um, for sure. Because there's been quite a few of the Gundam series from my my buddy who is a Gundam guy that uh, just aren't as great. And they could have possibly killed the series, like Double Zeta, from what I've heard, is not the best. But okay, okay, I we're completely off Godzilla. We may be talking about Godzilla for all of ten minutes in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I mean, it's what we got to say about Godzilla. You know, I think this is I think this is some good. I didn't realize Godzilla would give such a, like a deep conversation about the state of the animation medium. Yeah, I honestly I didn't either, but I'm I'm glad. I'm not upset about it. Um, it's, okay, anything else you want to talk about before we get back to the good old God Z double L? We can go ahead and get jump right back into Gojira. Okay. <laughs> so, is there? I I said a couple of things. Anything you specifically want to bring up about the movie? Um. So in this one, I think I mentioned this last time, but Godzilla, like the design of Godzilla, was fairly threatening. Mm-hmm. Um. And in this one. I don't know. He seemed like less threatening. Yeah. Almost like he his eyes weren't quite as piercing for whatever reason. Um, and I did like that he moved really slow because you know when you get bigger, you're gonna move slower. That's just like physics. And I did like that they kept that in there. But it also seemed like he was kind of sprinting toward that trap that they set to him pretty fast. And so it was kind of weird to me. And he didn't seem like they weren't really scared of him as much anymore like they were like at the beginning they were kind of like oh no well how are we going to defeat him we could barely kill you know this little one but then like after about 30 minutes they're just like all right time to kick some godzilla butt let's kick some godzilla butt and they they did it robots spoiler alert they didn't yeah well they didn't spoiler alert they did not i i honestly didn't like this show i it's a five it was okay we just yeah, i don't i don't think this is what i'm gonna go back to i don't think it was just average i do think it was good like i but i think that's because i liked the references and stuff and the way they kind of formed like mothra into there and they had um and i know that there's other kaiju in there i just don't know everything about godzilla I'm just getting into Godzilla, but you know they had like the Mothra references in there. We're gonna have King Ghidorah in the next one. We're gonna, you know, we had Mechagodzilla in some shape or form in this one. Like they're tying everything in, and I liked the fan service aspect of it. And I did, I did find like as much as we kind of you know bashed on the fight, I was excited the whole fight with Godzilla at the end. I, I was, <laughs> I was just sitting in my seat like. Oh, Godzilla's gonna do it to you now. <laughs> I mean, any any fight scene, it just like giant monsters. The fight scene with like the flying, whatever the hawks, falcons, whatever they're called, flying around, that was pretty cool. I think any yeah. fight scene's gonna get you hyped up. I'm a man. I'm a boy. I I have testosterone pumping through my veins. Oh, I, yeah. I like I like things getting fun, but I just think it was really convoluted. And uh, even though I did say no one cares about anything but the fight scene, 
I think the plot leading up to the fight scene just completely went off the rails. Then they did a, for me anyways, a subpar fight scene. Not what I was hoping for. Um, yeah, that's fair. I did think the buildup was a bit long. Honestly, like I did get kind of distracted about midway through the first like half of the movie, mm-hmm. um, where I because you know I'll, I'll find myself every once in a while like looking through Twitter or something while I'm watching a movie, and I'll be like, okay, this part is bad. Like, this is not a good yeah. part. If I'm still, you know, if I can't, if I can keep up with the story and browse Twitter at the same time, it's not the best. Like that's not something I want to be watching unless it's like a Fast and Furious movie where it doesn't matter. Because no that the story in those doesn't matter, but uh, you know if it's something like this where they are doing a lot of like talking and kind of moral questioning of themselves, and I was still you know I wasn't too entertained. I was a little upset about that. Yeah. Two things. The first thing is this: like the first one, it got me interested in the second movie. Where was it going? What was going on? This one didn't do so much. Like, I, I don't care. I don't care about watching the third movie now. Yeah. Like, I'm, if you want to watch it, we can watch it for the show. I, I, I'm on my own, I would never like. I would, this is where I would drop the series. Let's see, I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch the third movie because I want to see King Ghidorah, um, and I want to see the fight between King Ghidorah and Godzilla because it's the inevitable thing that will happen. Um, but I am also kind of just like I don't need to see it now. As much as I thought, yeah. I was going going to. Like, when we first watched these, I thought I was going to want to watch all three of these like back to back, basically, and which is why I put them off for a long time, because I wanted to wait for the third one to come out on Netflix, which I don't think it has yet. It came out in theaters in Japan last uh, last year, okay. you know, last winter, like two months ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think it's come to Netflix yet. Um, so, but I'm not really like itching for it. You know, if that makes sense. Just get around to it when you can. Yeah, exactly. It's not like on my. It's not the top of my priority list, like other things are. Yeah, no, I, I get that hundred um, percent. That honestly, I have nothing else to say about the show. To be honest, like that, if you like Godzilla, you you probably like the fan service this brings. It's another Godzilla show. Um, yeah. But as like a cat, someone that's like not really interested in Godzilla, I don't think they would get much from this. No, I don't no, really I don't think, think it's. Think it's I don't really think it's worth watching very much unless, like, you do like Godzilla and you want to see everything like come a, from Godzilla. You know, I yeah. don't think it's the worst Godzilla movie. I don't, like, at all. But it's definitely not the best. Yeah, I don't think this is something you should introduce to. And I feel like this is where most people are going to get introduced to Godzilla just because it's on Netflix. Yeah, um, and it's on Netflix and it's animated, which will, that, you know, brings in this other whole other interest group. But it's, but it's it's really not a good, good entryway into what Godzilla, Godzilla is. is. Like honestly, if you want to watch Godzilla, watch the original, watch yeah. Return of Godzilla, um, or Shin Godzilla. Those three are really good. You can check those out. Or you can check out my boy Gamera. Uh, he <laughs> he's like Godzilla, but he's a turtle and he can fly. Makes him better. He shoots fire. Because oh, Godz- Godzilla shoots the electricity, so yeah, he's a giant fire-breathing rocket turtle. I'm embarrassed. You should. Be. I, you really I should. Thought be. Gamera shot lasers. Gamera is only only has twelve movies too. You know, and I think you can buy the first eleven on Blu-ray for like probably like thirty dollars. I think oh, wow. Amazon. Like there's like four, three sets, but 
Link in the description. Highly, highly, sponsored brand deal. Oh yeah, sponsored by Gamera. You know, it's protector of children all the time. But no, for real, like check out Gamera. I absolutely adore him. If you want to watch, there's a trilogy movies that came out. I think it started in '95, um, and those are really good, really good movies. Um, but really, yeah, if you want to get into Godzilla, like I said, Godzilla one, the Return of Godzilla or Shin Godzilla, are all three really good entry points, as far as I am concerned. Okay. Is there um, anything else you want to add before we wrap this bad boy up? Well. Um, I, th- I just want to add something from our friend over here, Carhu, on my anime list. Yeah, it's just a quick, just a quick thought. But in Japan, radiation creates monsters. In America, radiation creates superheroes. It's almost like Japan and America have very different narratives surrounding nuclear fallout. If we think really, really hard, we might know why this is. And that's the intro to his review. Uh, <laughs> And he's a he's a he's a pure you know he he's a purist. He doesn't write Godzilla. He writes Gojira. Oh, does oh I do um, see that. Yes, and he says it's better than the Marvel's Avengers. This movie. Um, I, I would. I mean, I don't really like a big. I'm not a big superhero. Fan, I guess you know. I guess we're not we we're not weeb enough to realize its superiority. Oh my God, he does but, um, say that, and you should feel bad for not being weeb enough to realize its superiority. He says that verbatim. Yeah. Yes. Oh my and, God! You know, I think on that note, I think that's gonna be it for this podcast. Unless you have any final thoughts. That's all I have for Alrighty. good old. Excuse me, not Godzilla, Gojira. <laughs> well, ladies, gentlemen, kaiju, everything in between. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Two Dweeps Podcast. You can check out my links down below, my Twitter and YouTube at uh, the Seaweed Ambassador, and uh, you know check us out on Apple, iTunes. Those are the same thing. Google Play, Anchor, you know wherever you listen to podcasts, check us out and leave us a leave us a review, leave us a rating. Let us know what you thought. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of Two Dudes Podcast, and we hope to see you again next time. Bye bye. See ya.